That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking, talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. Can you give us some more energy with that? So I'm going, hey, this is Cecil Davis running for the cure. <laughs> Sucker. And, uh, and they're like, and so now he's just got me. He's just messing with me. He's like, oh, we're going to do one for a rock, for a rock station. Can you give us one with like a more rock? And I'm like, hey, this is Cecil oh, Davis. Oh, 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 oh. Welcome back to another episode of That Don't Sound Right. It's a podcast about talking. We're your co-hosts. My name is Peter Bielman. My name is Cecil Davis. We're just trying to have a conversation without Google or fact-checking. Right. Those kind of things kill the conversation. Right. They can. They absolutely can kill it. So today, it's simple. We're just talking. And this day, we're talking about Halloween candy bowls. Right. (laughs) So uh, most people that know me know I like... A good practical joke. Yes. And, and I, you probably are going to pay dearly for this. Y- yes. And for I, all your practical jokes. And maybe we'll have a podcast just on some of the ones that either have been done to me or that I have done. Okay. There, there's some good ones. Yeah. My I'm, brother's pulled some good ones off on me. Uh, we actually um, have now limited it that you can only get each other on April Fool's Day. Oh, really? Yeah. Which... Puts the stakes really high. Well, yeah, because all it does. Day. Well, uh, but everyone's guards up, right? And you know it's going to happen. But we still do it. And you can still pull it off, but it take everything has to fall perfectly. Yeah. And yeah. So we've got some great stories of just catching the other one off guard enough. I mean, it's hard to catch you off guard on April first. Oh yeah, because on April first, both of us don't take calls. We don't speak to anybody. <laughs> we, we lock ourselves in the bunker, and we just to protect ourselves. But yet we have still gotten to each other. All right. All right. But uh, given that reputation, um, a few years ago uh, on Halloween, we had this old white melamine bowl, just plastic bowl, okay. that we set outside because we were going to be gone on Halloween. We, we were out trick-or-treating at uh, right. somebody's okay. house. Filled the bowl with candy, put a little sign that said... What did the sign say? You know, like, take, take free candy or take some candy. Was it effective? No. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it was fine. I think up until a point, I think it was fine. Cause we, do, do your kid, what did your kids do when they saw a bowl like that? Um, usually they would just get one or two pieces. Really? Yeah, no. I think so. What did your kids do? I think, well, I think they wanted to, I think one you of them. do the bowl? <laughs> I think one of them really dug in. All right. So um, we come back home that night, and this, this bowl, I think it was a wedding gift. This bowl was gone. The okay. candy was gone. Bowl was gone. And so maybe know. to be expected, right? Right. I mean, well, here in you my are. head, I was thinking, okay, these some Someone, neighborhood kids yeah, have taken the bowl. Maybe okay. my kid. Uh, right, right. And it so the bowl's gone. All right. Didn't think about it anymore until. What well, was Christy upset? No, I mean, this no, was a wedding gift. Well, I mean, it was. A, I mean, I'm just saying it was like a cheat. You know, like you get um, plastic mixing okay, bowls. Right. I mean, so so there was you're, no. There was no like missing. Any, a, you're missing, you're missing a bowl one of the set. bowls, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't like sentimental. I can't right. tell you who gave us the bowls. Okay, but, all right. But it's just a bowl we had had forever. Um, and so the bowl disappears until Christmas, when we get a Christmas card from the bowl. Uh, so there's a picture of our bowl, 
and a, a an expensive like six fifty card that sings a singing card. Oh, so it's battery operated. It's it has battery operated going yeah. on. Going. So picture of our bowl. They spared no expense. Expensive card in our mailbox. The card is the the. Um, the writing is kind of... Oh, yeah, I see the writing. It yeah, looks like it's so written... I, yeah. Basically, they, they're right-handed, and they wrote it with their left hand. Yes, and it's stamped, but the stamps aren't canceled. And there's a variety of stamps. Yes. Like, so there's, there's a 42-cent stamp. There's a yeah. two-cent stamp. I saw right. you showed me this. This is kind of bizarre. Yeah, and so they're in our mailbox. So somebody's taking the time to come out and actually stick it in our mailbox because the stamps aren't canceled. So it's somebody local. Somebody local. All right. So I was like, okay, that's fun. Game on. Game on. Um, so, but where's know, my bowl? Right. <laughs> so I'm paying attention to things a little bit more now, but nothing happens until Valentine's Day. Were you expect? Were you, was your um, were your spidey senses up at Valentine's Day? No, I wasn't thinking about it. Okay, so you Valentine's they, Day they did their job. You had yeah, kind of tuned it out. I'd forgotten about it. We get a card from our bowl. This time the bowl is pictured with another pan that's shaped like a heart. Okay. And again, another five or six dollar musical card. Is this uh, implying a relationship between yeah, the bowl right, the and bowl the pan? And pan. Okay. Um, and same handwriting, like the left hand okay. writing. <laughs> you know, someone writing with their left hand that's right handed. Stamps not canceled in the mailbox. There you go. All right. So now I'm thinking this is this is good. So I, what's the family? What's the family's reaction to? I all mean, this, this is all very funny at this okay. point because these are you know these are this is well thought out, how, well planned. How old are your kids at this point? Um, they're pretty young. All right, so they're yeah, getting yeah. into this. Yeah, yeah, they're getting into it. So, so then uh, nothing happens. All right, they lull. They lull you to sleep, lull you again. sleep again until Easter. All right, when I get an Easter card from the bowl, and this time it's pictured with grass in the bowl and Easter eggs. Okay, so the bowl's getting busy. Yes. All right. And so now doing its job. Yes, it's being a bowl. And so, again, same handwriting, same stamps in the mailbox. Oh, okay. So then uh, the last card we get from the bowl is uh, on the next Halloween. Okay. I get a card from the bowl, but this time the bowl is in my grill. It's a picture of my bowl in my grill under my carport. Your grill? Oh, your gas grill. My gas grill. Okay, all right. Yeah. So we go outside, and And the bowl is in the the gas grill. There it is. Now, this was 10 years ago, or maybe even longer. Hey, you know the rule of thumb at our age, however however many years you think it was, uh, you need to add five. So it's 15 years 15 ago. 15 years, all right. <laughs> so um, 15 years ago, nobody's owned up to it. Okay. No kidding. Which to me is the best. That's the brilliant part of this That's the deal. brilliant part of that, because they know that I can't figure out. Now, I had my suspects. Did, you get, a, suspects. did you get a Thanksgiving card from the bowl? I did not get a Thanksgiving because card. this is uh, you know this is this episode we're coming out. It's right after right. Thanksgiving, and we do have some words of wisdom from from Mr. T. Really? Yeah, Mr. T. from the A team. And what does Mr. T. say? Mr. About T. Said, yeah. So someone asked Mr. T. Mr. Yeah. T. When I go to someone's house, someone's house for Thanksgiving, what should I bring? What's Mr. T. T say? says, "You bring nothing. You bring your appetite. You go in there, you eat your food, you be thankful, and that's it." You gotta respect T. Just you gotta listen to what Mr. T yeah, says. Yeah. Talking tur- tea, <laughs> talking turkey with Mr. T. The uh, that's not a good words of wisdom from Mr. T. <laughs> we probably should have done that before Thanksgiving. Yeah, but these can right. you could just use that Christmas. Use it at Christmas. I uh, I was a big Mr. T fan in my day. I can see that. Yeah, I watched all the eighteen. Um, 
so anyways, I, I have full admiration. I'm now here on our on our podcast saying whoever did that, if you're a listener. Oh, that, they, maybe they're a listener because they they're, they're, they, they're local. It could be you. It could be me. <laughs> I don't know who it is. I had my suspects. All right. And I accused some people. All right. Almost to the point of losing friends over accusing them. No, but, uh, really. But they, but they they held their ground. They held their ground that it was that absolutely was not them. That was not them. But it could They convinced been. me that it was not them. All right. Um, so I, I still to this day don't know who did it, but it was excellent. It was well thought out. They spared no expense, and they didn't reveal who it was, which is just perfect. That I mean that that's a fun story. Uh, the, here's a but there's another eerie connection here What's that? between you oh, between us and me. Right. Our daughters will be horrified <laughs> once again. <laughs> One Christmas. Or Christmas season is mm. sometime in December. We received this book. It's mm. this large book. It's probably eighteen inches wide mm. and twenty-four inches tall. Right. And it was an atlas, an atlas of the world. Uh-huh. And it was kind of a historical atlas. It was very, or very intricate, uh-huh. and just not a very unusual book. And it just showed up on our doorstep with a note. It said, "From your admirers." Really? Yeah. To this day, we have no <laughs> idea. Was it addressed to you? Yeah, it was. Uh, actually, no, it was not addressed. It was just put on our doorstep. From your admirers? From our admirers, a little note on it. And nobody ever owned up to no it? No one ever owned up to it. That's funny. It's another bizarre, <laughs> yeah. another bizarre prank. Right. I, I mean, I don't even know it was a prank. Yeah. We still have the book. We actually have it on our, one of our mantles. Have you flipped through it to see if there were other clues? We could not find any clues. There huh. was no no writing, nothing remarkable about it that would indicate who sent that to us. So my granddaddy worked in a drugstore. Okay. And, uh, they in were, Bladenboro. In Bladenboro. And they were always messing around. And um, one guy left his pocket knife uh, in the drugstore one day. So my grandfather gave it to a traveling salesman who was going to New York and uh, gave him some money. And that, don't, that don't sound right. What you, what's this guy doing? And so he had him mail the pocket knife back to this guy <laughs> from New York City. <laughs> and, but the guy couldn't figure out how his pocket knife got to New York City. This, whoever, whoever did this knows you and your family. And, yeah. you're, and you're well known for these pranks. Yeah, I th- yeah, whoever did it. And I, I have total admiration for what they did. Because <laughs> they, never, they never came, they've yet to come clean on this. Well, you might, you might go to the grave not ever knowing. Yes, and I'm good with that. All right, that's yeah. good. As long as, you, as long as you're at peace with that. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, the ones with, like, my brother, um, he, one time, uh, we were going to do a race together. Like a running race? A running race. And um, uh, we're going to talk about a broken bone again. No. And so uh, this one actually involved a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours. He called our mutual friend, uh, viewers of mine, and he. Um, well, your brother did. Your my brother, brother did. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, so the practical joke, so the rules from my brother and I is the practical joke has to take place on April Fool's Day. Okay, right. So about a week before, a friend of mine said, um, Hey, do you know they're doing some. Uh, promos for the Brenner's race. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I didn't know about that. That's the Brenner's cool. race, is that like a 5K yeah, for so the Children's the, Hospital? Yeah, so there used to be a 5K here in Winston called the Brenner's race. Okay. And it was a popular race. You could actually, if you broke the state record for a 5K, you could win a Mercedes. At the Brenner's race? At the Brenner's okay. race. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So it was a popular race. 
Um, so anyways, my brother set me up a little bit by this guy calling me and saying, hey, do you, saying, hey they're going to interview some people for the Brenner's race. All right. Okay. Had you been running the Brenner's race in the yeah, past? Yeah, yeah okay. we've been running it. My brother would run it with me. Okay. And so um, the way he... So he but besides, was, you're, you're a very fast runner. Me? Yeah. Compared uh, to me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you, I don't know if you remember, you and I ran into each other That's down at right. the running course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was so thankful when you peeled off and went home. <laughs> I could not keep up with so, you. <laughs> the, uh, well, thanks. The, um, so uh, I, on April Fool's Day that year rolls around. Yeah. And I remember I was in the office that day, and I told the girl that answers the phone for us, I said, do not put any phone calls through to me today. No one. <laughs> I will be in. I said, I'm leaving at 1 o'clock today. I'm not answering any phone calls. All right. And um, so I'm getting ready to leave. And she says, hey, Cecil, you've got a phone call. I was like, I told you, I'm not taking any phone calls. And she says, it's from Twin City Track Club. Oh. I was like, except for that phone call. Oh. And so I get back in my office, and a guy comes on the phone, and he says, hey, this is you know Tony with Twin City Track Club. We'd love just to do a, an interview with you about this race. We hear that you're running it with your brother. I was like, yeah, I'm running it with my brother. They said, well, that, we think that's really great. No, what a setup. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, can you tell us about it? So I start telling the story about uh, me and my brother, uh, how we run a 5K every year, and we run this race. Um, and he's totally got me at this point. To- I'm totally into it, because I think, you know, because this other guy has said that they're doing these interviews. Right. I'm sorry in my head. Oh, right. Plus my just, my my want to be famous is now just, everything is falling into place. Yeah, you know? right. So I'm telling uh, the story. That explains this podcast. That explains this podcast. <laughs> so... Um, I'm telling him the whole story about you know running with my brother and he's coming up, and uh, so then the interview's over and the guy goes, "Hey, we'd love to do a couple of radio spots," and I was like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah." He said, "I'd just like for you to say, hey, this is Cecil Davis. I'm running for he the cure." Reeling you in, uh, man. I am. Good I am. In, I am in deep at this point. You've got. You are hooked. And when he said, but when he says that, I remember you. And oh, by the way, he taped all this. Okay. There's a tape of this. Okay. And so um, you can hear me go, I can say, wait a minute, is this, do you know my brother? And the guy goes, what? And I was like, oh, never mind. I said, uh, I said it's April Fool's Day. I said, never mind. And I'm right <laughs> back on the hook. You were, you were so there. For you, one brief you second. You almost spit that hook yeah, out. Yeah, for one brief oh, second. No, but then and he then yanked on. And so I'm back in. He goes, okay, well, we're going to do the radio spots. And so he says, can you just say, hey, I'm Cecil Davis running for the cure. Brenner's. And so I do it. I'm like, hey, I'm Cecil Davis running for the cure. And they're like, can you give us some more energy with that? So I'm going, hey, this is Cecil Davis running <laughs> for the cure. Sucker. And, uh, and they're like, and so now he's just got me. He's just messing with me. He's like, oh, we're going to do one for rock for a rock station. Can you give us one with like a more rock? And I'm like, hey, this is Cecil <laughs> Davis. Yeah. You know, and so like he's giving me all these different like stage instructions. You're a guy. And I'm just going to town. Man. I'm just, whatever he says, I am doing it. And then um, at the end, my brother comes on the phone, and and I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Man. But it was that it was beautiful. Uh, it was beautiful. It was perfect. So. Well, congratulations. What's that? That you got hooked that good. Oh yeah, but uh, that was in response to where I had gotten him. Okay. Pretty bad. So that's probably all for another podcast. So, anyways, um, I do like a good practical joke. Uh, there's there's people that it's hard to find people that like can do a good practical joke without taking it like 
too far. Right. Like college, there's there's like the college too far. Right. Well, I knew there was a there was a person's mom who used to take him too far. Like one year, she called her kids and said that she was in the hospital. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no! So I'm thinking like maybe that's a little too far. Maybe that's crossing the line. But it is hard to find somebody that can do a funny practical joke. Yeah. Without taking it too far. So the the college too far. Uh, maybe this one's not too far, but mm. it's pretty brilliant. The uh, so I was. In our dorms, there was this dance that all the juniors only went to, uh-huh. and so there. And I was in the core cadets in the ROTC, right. and so the freshmen would have to. You were in the what? I was in the core cadets at Virginia Tech. What's that? It's the ROTC, the Reserve Officer Training Corps. Oh, really? Getting ready to go into the military. Uh-huh. So instead of going to say the Naval Academy, the Air Force Academy, you can do ROTC uh-huh. at a university, and then you go on to Officer Candidate School. Mm-hmm. And then you become an officer. Right. Okay, so at Virginia Tech, it's this large organization called the mm. Corps of Cadets where mm. you live amongst other ROTC students. You wear a uniform every day to class. Very similar to being in a military academy, except you're at a university. Gotcha. And so at this particular dance, the juniors go off and have their dance, and the freshmen are responsible escorting the dates to the dance. And then the tradition is the freshmen play a prank. Mm-hmm. On the junior of who they who's who they escort, right? Right. So a friend of mine decided he was going to play 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 his prank, mm-hmm. and and it all started about a month before the dance when they were tearing up the grass to plant new shrubs, and the guy the the they were actually taking up the grass and sod, right? And my friend said, "Hey, what are you doing with that sod?" Uh, you know, he said. Probably, I don't know what we're going to do with it. He said, can I have that sod? So he got all the sod, all the grass, right? And so when it was time to play the prank, he got into the junior's room, Where'd took out all the furniture. Where did he keep it? Sodded the room, lined <laughs> it, put up the, the yard markers uh, and, a, field, and a, little, a miniature field goal, uh, then put all the furniture back in the room. Nice. So his room was completely decorated as a football field. Where did he keep the sod? I have no. Oh, in the bushes, then in the newly planted bushes. Oh, we just left that were there. being constantly watered, watered because they were oh, new bushes. Man. I mean, it was perfect That's timing. Awesome. It was perfect timing. That's really great. <laughs> I, I have seen people uh, like I've seen somebody take uh, a person's room and just rebuild it in another part of the campus. Oh yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, whether it's in. The bathroom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or in the library. The sod, that's good. The sod was nice. That was yeah. a nice touch. See, that's that's the perfect kind of practical right. joke. Yeah. But, yeah, some people will go a little too far with that stuff. That's right. Yeah. The, um, Speaking of going too far. What? Oh, uh, you come to, <laughs> <laughs> come to the end of another. That don't sound right. The, uh, I've got more practical jokes. We should do a whole series on we practical could, jokes. We could. We could. But not tonight. Not tonight. The... Um, uh, anyways, uh, you've come to the end of a that don't sound another that don't sound right. So that don't sound right is a production of TDSR podcast in conjunction with Camel City Studios. I am your sound engineer and co-host Cecil Davis. Way to go! Your other co-host and web engineer is Peter Billman. J. We're, Peter Billman. We're making it work. That's right. The uh, graphics designer is Emily Billman. Uh, brand ambassador is Brent, and as always, our listener number one is Scott. Scott. <laughs> So until next Saturday night, 
keep talking. And stay curious. Stay curious.